everybody. Welcome to Four Layers Hates. This will be our probably last Game of Thrones discussion or podcast. Yeah. We're going to talk about the documentary, wrap up season eight, and our just overall thoughts of the series all together. I am Kim. It's me, Mimi McCullough. It's your girl, Mel. Um, it's your boy, Marcus, a.k.a. Vladimir Furtick. The Night King. The Night, Night King. King. <laughs> well, he did get a lot of play in the documentary. He really did. Yeah, man, he it made was, me laugh when he was out there. He was uh, with the clout chasing. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, the two-year documentary. Um, the film crew uh, followed the our cast and the crew around for two years uh, to, and it's called the Last Watch. So it was. I didn't originally. I thought it was something different. I thought it was going to be more about mm-hmm. the, following the actors and the crew, not necessarily the crew. crew. And then I got to watch somebody do like a, a FaceTime with their kid, like. Even though I get it because I've been away from my family on tours for a long time. You're gone for three months and you don't, you know, you're not in your own bed. You're just on the road constantly. It is hard on you. But I was just like, I don't know if we need that much time to talk. No. I thought it was going to be like more like inside the episode, inside the show. But I guess because the fighting was not that great. Um, they wanted to show us all the other things this to make the show hot. great. Yeah. This is all I mean, the stuff to make the show I mean, great. but it was really just costumes and makeup the whole time. And it didn't really feel yeah. like a documentary to me. It mm-hmm. felt like I'm, I'm just going to follow these people around with my camera. It felt like a, a behind the scenes. It, yeah, it just Where, didn't feel like it was cut and edited like a yeah. real really, documentary really, would, yeah. would be. And I'm just like, yeah. y'all really was done with this show, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> y'all was like, too done with this story. Well, I, well, my thing, I thought it was kind of odd that the Double Ds never gave an interview to this no, woman nothing. and you never had I mean it was just like so you didn't talk to the writers you it was just weird it was like I snuck up on set and was like hey I'm doing this documentary and people were like oh for real and then they just started talking to me and never knew I, my ass wasn't supposed to be there they was like you here let, let me get you this extra over here right um you can talk to this extra and he's gonna make your whole life great you know you can talk to the food truck lady like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Like, that sandwich yeah. did look good, though. I know, like, <laughs> but I hate that HBO or yeah, HBO set it up like it's the last yes. watch. Yeah, like, you know, this is the way that we really want to wrap up and mm-hmm. memorialize the show. And they it felt like they wanted some more ratings. Yeah. I was like, yeah. my watch has ended. Like, I was <laughs> like, now that was the only part where I was like, I could have kept these fa- three minutes mm-hmm. with Kit's last day on set. And then yeah. I was like, now that yeah. I appreciate it. And then their table read, but all the rest of that, I was like, yeah. And that was it. I mean, they basically they show like the, the, the season. <laughs> they they want to show us the season eight, right? That basically the season eight, uh, day one of shooting or getting everybody together for table read. So they had the background of the sped up timeline, which all of us were irritated about. You saw actors' reaction to when they're reading the first script for the first time at the table read. That mm-hmm. that did kind of tug on my heart a little bit. Um, behind the scenes, the crew, the people actually make the show happen. The um, I thought they really should have had like the costume designers. I wanted to see more of the graphic work being done. So yeah. it was what it was. Uh, it showed us extreme weather because they had to because of King's the sped weather. up timeline. They had to shoot during the winter time, mm-hmm. which is not smart when you have to have outside sets, right. especially when you have to have hundreds and hundreds of people outside in, in cold weather. Um, one thing that was cool was to see like how the sets were built, 
going to Croatia and Spain and um, into Ireland. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I made the joke about the extra, but Andrew McRae uh, was the person that they kind of followed around. He was the extra um, from day one. Yeah. The start. Yeah, yeah. the start. Mm-hmm. So, and he, you know, seems like it was like, okay, they come back every year. I'm, You know, I have steady work, and he really loved the Game of Thrones. So that was kind of cool. I, um, I think I would have rather them just done a documentary on him yeah. as someone from day one and just mm-hmm. focused on him. It, that would have been more interesting to me than just piecemealing this, you know, look at this sandwich. Look at this wig. <laughs> look at Leroy, the only black person here, and he makes the snow. I don't know if his name is Leroy. No, his name is Dale. <laughs> <laughs> just, just look but like Leroy. But he seemed like his name would be Leroy. He looked yeah, look like, like yeah. Leroy. He looked like Leroy. Leroy had a snow. Leroy Jenkins. Go back to the table read. What do y'all think of... The guy who plays Varys, is, who plays Varys, his reaction when he finishes last line. <laughs> he seemed irritated. He read that last line and just closed I mean, that paper and was like, "Well, my I'm thing dead. is, my right. thing is this: like, I I felt him one hundred percent, and everybody else felt him as well. Mm-hmm. But they said that you can read the script beforehand. So he and John, he and Kit Harrington. So did said, he not? I know, I, I know Kit Harrington. I read Kit showed up and read it. Yeah, they said Kit never reads. I, yeah, pre, he reads it first at the. Um, so I started Table crying. And I saw him like yeah. crying, crying. I was like, oh shit, dude, I'm about to start tearing up. But I didn't know um, the guy who played Varys just it, reads. It did not look like he had read that script. <laughs> that full closed that script. And then Danny said, Dracarys. Before he finished his last yeah. line, he had right. Before she finished speaking, he had closed that script and pushed it away from his body. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, I'm happy he didn't throw it, you know, throw it in nobody. I don't, I don't know. And it seemed like nobody was looking at the double D's during the whole thing. And I'd have been looking right at them motherfuckers like, and you want me to do this? <laughs> I look right in their fucking eyes. Did, did, you, did you see this yeah. meme going around of... um? Uh, near, uh, Amelia Clark, and they're reading, and it's like, okay, in episode two, you save the whole world, and the next episode, you murder everybody. And she was like, what the fuck? It's like, that's what the script was. Like, oh shit, okay. That's pretty much what happened. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So you see the table read, we get to find out that. You know, this is one of the largest, the biggest show ever filmed. The way they did the um, the battle at uh, Winterfell was the most, you know, night shoots mm-hmm. of any movie or film, which was crazy. Fifty five. Yeah, it was in. I, that would have that would have done me in. That's like that fifty five nights in. for that, and we all were sitting up here like that was the shortest battle. What was ever? I was gonna see it? Just like, like damn. Fifty five nights for that. Man. I think that's why everybody was expecting the battle to go on maybe a couple, couple of episodes. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But they wasted the Night King character. Whatever. Well, I liked how um was it Miguel Shapashnik, if mm-hmm. I said that mm-hmm. right? When he was coaching um Sansa and Arya, like this is how you have to film this. Like you have you know, they're like, Oh, it's the first time seeing it and he was like, No, you're not gonna see it and the audience aren't gonna see the White Walkers at the beginning. But you have to act like you have a stomach ache. Like, and I'm like, that's how I felt through the whole fucking mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I was sick. I know you, we were just like, you know, we had, we had to keep pausing it. No, you kept pausing. I kept pausing. And well, you I sped did up. brand. <laughs> I just sit my crows ahead of you. I was, I was sitting there the whole time, like, why are we sending out of the thread out into the darkness? I, I, I was, darkness. I was like, that's cool as fuck. It looks cool. 
But I just, even then, I was like, why are we sending all this freaking into the darkness? Never mind, I'm sorry. I don't want to stir up Marcus again. Oh, they didn't all die. Remember half of them live. Oh. Yeah. Don't worry about it. They're all alive. Respawn like it was a video game. Exactly. So we found out that uh, the show airs in over 180 countries and average each episode 44.8 million viewers um, per episode. Uh, then it introduces us to Bernie... Um, Canfield, I'm not sure if I'm saying her last name right, but she's an executive producer on the show. And what I thought was strange, she was like, there's just so many decisions that need to be made. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, what are they? make them. Like, I, yes, get together and make these decisions. I think she, I could be wrong, but I think she's the one who will also be doing executive producing the Nevers, maybe, mm-hmm. coming up on HBO. That's um, not the Nevers. That's the one that... uh. Oh, we discussed them early. Yeah, I, I think it's a. I was gonna say vampire, but it's it's. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, but I remember the double D saying that. Um, in something else, I was watching. It might have been a behind the scenes that she was the engine. That person. Yeah. Yeah. That kept all the seasons and everything just running like a well-oiled machine. She was on point. Yeah. Um, you know, and then and it was interesting her bringing up the dire wolves. Like, are we come into the when they're talking about. Well, how fast do the dire wolves run, and how big are they? And you saw that little drawing where the dire, like one mm-hmm. looked the size of a man, one a horse. I was like, that's what we, that's why I kept getting me caught up on, like, how big is this fucking dire wolf? Yeah. Like, be consistent. Yeah. So that was kind of cool, and I was happy that it seemed, it, it seemed like they actually had a lot of women in senior positions behind the, in the crew, mm-hmm. even though that in the writers' room clearly, but right. you know, on the right. crew making things get, you know, yeah. making things happen. So we don't know. Um, then we meet uh, Dale that we talked about, the head of snow. He has a really hard job. Like, I was like, oh, do I not want to be doing that? Mm-mm. Just the attention to detail? Well, I make you have to make something look like it should be. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, like, I wouldn't know where to put this. I'm like, I just put this on everywhere. I don't care. Well, we mentioned Dell. That person I thought the hardest job was the, um, the like, e- location e- manager. Um, yeah, Naomi Liston. Like, Naomi Liston <clears throat> is my spirit animal. So, I yeah, put on there. She's all logistics. She's all. Mm-hmm. She, I said, <laughs> location manager. And she's someone I want to know. <laughs> and, you know, like, because my career is logistics and production and yeah. you have to think about toilets and where trucks go and what was that how name? are people going to get um, Naomi Liston shout her out yeah, yeah. shout out to Naomi Liston you need and to I find love, her on LinkedIn I did like hi you want to be best friends with you and I love that she said fuck a lot that was really funny um, she just like yeah she any... I mean it was every two words yeah. it was hilarious it's the fucking sky it's fucking cold <laughs> my fucking phone <laughs> okay but she was about business and she's right. the person that you don't you know mess around with but you have to be that person when you are on site, especially when you're moving three and four hundred people. And it was messed up. And I'm like, why? I understand that you had to film it to get it over with. But it's not smart to do th- or intelligent to do things in the wintertime because you do get things like inclement weather, inclement weather and the toilets freeze over. And mm-hmm. I know that I'm like, I have felt that way. Oh, we have 200 people here. And we don't have a sink or a toilet. Mm-hmm. Like what did she it's her job to figure that shit out. Especially, I've been in that. I've been in, not in that extreme, but mm-hmm. I've been in that situation. It's not fun. Especially when, not to just beat a dead horse, mm-hmm. not to beat a dead white walker okay. horse, but um, if especially if your battle, I could understand if we were shooting like that in the winter because mm-hmm. this battle was going to, and we needed that set of the winter for a long, long time. But half the season. Was like at King's Landing after that. You like you really didn't need to schedule it to be shot 
in the winter at they that just, point. They wanted everything sped up. You know, they, think and about they it, the seasons were out of control in the show. Like the first three episodes were of course winter, then like winter went away, mm-hmm. and then it didn't come back until episode six. No, episode five. No, episode six. Yeah, and then, yeah. It was, and then it was gone by the end of episode mm-hmm. six. Because mm-hmm. yeah. outside of Keeneland is like a desert when they first when Je- uh, Danny first gets there. Yeah. I'm like, why is it a desert out there? Mm-hmm. I thought it was something different. And then it's like snow. No, it's too much going on. And then when everybody's going away, mm-hmm. it's winter. And then <laughs> I'm like, then we talked about you know climate change a couple minutes ago because we live in hot ass Atlanta. But um, there was like in Belfast, it had not snowed like that in 35 years. Mm-hmm. So you had all this snow, schools shut down. So yeah. having to deal with extreme climate change on a movie set should be like, hey guys, this is a real thing. We have it on a movie set. <laughs> right. You know, and then the poor snow guy was like, how am I down my snow? It's really snowing. He's like, <laughs> he was like, the real snow is messing up my snow. Okay, Leroy had the hardest job. Leroy, yeah, he really had a hard, he had a, a, rough, a rough life. He had a rough, hard life. Yeah, he did. He went into, uh, he was an orphan or yeah. something. Yeah. Foster like, care. And then he left. He said, they only leave you with 300 pounds and it's okay. gone. Well, however, however, I'm saying yeah, he pounds. Yeah, he said, he said 300 pounds and the birth certificate. Way. And they're like, see ya. Good good luck there. Hope Make you your way in the world. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's made he made a way. Mm-hmm. He did. He is the Randall of Game of Thrones. Randall from This Is Us. Oh, I was oh, like Randall Tarly. Randall Tarly got burned up. Let me clarify. Randall from This Is Us. So you don't want to be the Randall Tarly of any story. Wow, he's really good. He came up and he went right back but just seeing the massive sets, and they took seven months to build the King's Landing set at the Titanic um, sets in Belfast, mm-hmm. and uh, looking at Spain and how they flew in the ringers, the people that they just flew in because they didn't want people to find out what was going on. So you had yeah. them, you see your that boy, pissed me you off so much. I was like, her yeah. like, hey, he really been in the season. I would this would have oh, made the season so much better. I, I thought, it, I like, I appreciate it, but I mean, I that, that's how I was. Off. I was like. Yeah, I was, Y'all got all this time and energy and money to put in flying in fucking decoys, but y'all can't spend that extra time writing some shit that makes sense. But you have to and tying in the stuff together. But you have to throw people out. I, I, I know, but I'm just like, come I on. I appreciate the decoy, but I yeah. wish that that one decoy, Jack and Jack, actually I just, I had. I would even been happy with the way some lines. She could have popped up in there. Poking somebody or doing something. <laughs> they sh- did, did they fly in Cal Drogo? He wasn't in the documentary, but didn't he? F- was he at a party? A party he's, or something? It seems like to me he's always on their set. Hmm. Like I'm gonna need you to get something. He's just a groupie. Do. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> groupie. Ass. If they like, gonna pay him to come in, just <laughs> yeah. to do. Like, Lisa, get your man. They even flew on um, the guy who plays the Rhaegar Targaryen, right? Yeah. So, they did because like they would say when you're in Spain, you know, you go out to eat and you're having a good time and you're talking to everybody. Cheat, cheat. Shit, the Night King was living his best. Right. Life. I know. <laughs> I was like, all right, but I mean, I would not have known him though. That's why I was like, how did this even? I would not have known. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, like no. he wasn't the original Night King. So no, like, yeah, yeah. How do you? Well, how do you figure that out? I, you can I, call. He was the guy who did the Sir Arthur Dane fight choreography. He did all the fights. Yeah, he did all yeah, the fights because he's a stuntman. Mm-hmm. He wild. is their head stunt choreographer. So that was really cool. Shout out Vladimir. Yeah, shout out Vladimir. He was living his best life. I'm happy <laughs> about that. I'm happy for him. <laughs> then we meet. Uh, then we see David Nutter, who directed one, one two, two, or four. One, two, yeah, and then yeah. other whole seasons. Mm-hmm. He did a great job in. I just was like, he's an odd bird. Oh, yes. super. yeah. 
you know, and I felt bad for his assistant. His assistant, oh, I was like, oh my God. I have been that person. Like, <laughs> when, you have to, when you're dealing with somebody that thinks on a whole different plane and mm-hmm. you have to come, because certain people are so brilliant, you have to go into their world. Yeah. And because you want to get that product, you're like, what do you, what do you need? You have to think 10 steps ahead to what they might need. Mm-hmm. But him having his scripts printed out on a certain type of paper. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, that's just his process. Yeah. You know? And he said, did he say he was self-taught? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, I had to teach myself these systems. So I don't I The don't systems know. or, well, he's just a writer. Or the system that he was using. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they in his profession or just the I system he was using? because he system. said when he was in college, he he was trying to do something else. He thought oh. he was going to be uh, Bear yeah. Manilow. Who was that he said he was trying to be? <laughs> one of those singers. He said Collins. he wanted to be one of those. And then they played the song. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, shout out. I did not get his name, but shout out to David Nutter and his assistant, like because he had those almonds. More shout out to his assistant. Shout out to the assistant. <laughs> he's like, I'm, assistant. He's like, I'm gonna take these almonds. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, dude, do what you gotta do, homie. But it was sweet because he was like, the show saved my life. So I don't know what that really meant. I know he directed whole other seasons. Um, I know he's, he had back surgery, so that kind of took him out for mm-hmm. a little while. But I don't know what the whole this show saved my life. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he is very connected, and and it means a lot to him. Then we meet Sarah and Barry Gower, and they are the prosthetic team. Mm-hmm. They won the bid. It was a husband and wife, um, and I think we followed them a lot throughout mm-hmm. the journey. Yeah. They were, you know, having face <laughs> Marcus rolled his eyes. Well, I was, it was just like uh, it was a very lot. It was it so was, much of them. It was a lot of them. It was right? a lot of them and Leroy the Snowman. Well, I think that because they wanted us to be like these people sacrifice a lot to do this, and they they're away from their kid and who is it. Oh no! But I'm yeah. like you. You put in a bid. Yes. So mm. like you. <laughs> they were shocked that they wanted to be because then they were like, we didn't know that if we oh, could shit. even pull it pull it off. But you pulled it off. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand missing little Lolly, Lottie or whatever her name was, and having her come be a little wilding yeah, girl at the end. Okay, great. But I did not need like thirty minutes of, of you. Yeah, thirty. And 40 she minutes was just so mm-hmm. like dry. I thought she was kind of funny, like in a mom way. Yeah, but like five minutes, but not like yeah, yeah. thirty minutes of you. I was like, why are we walking her around? Show you know where she's going. Going, I'm like, I was like, I don't know where Sweet Four is. No, clearly nobody does. Find somewhere oh. to be. So I don't know. It was cool seeing the big green screen, um, some of the se- the fight scenes and the action scenes. You know, that was. I mean, that was basically the cool parts about it. Like I said, I I wish that we would have seen the costume. Like how they were making the costumes, what material was well, it? I thought we were going to hear from the actors. I thought, and that's what I was hoping for. That's what I was waiting on. Or the double D's. Or the double <laughs> nah, They could have just said that, hi. Nah, so hey, they were done. It's like, over. And off. Right. Oh, what y'all think of Danny's, Danny's wig? Man, that thing was. Mm, that's that was so a dope. <laughs> That yeah, said, and heavy. I, she said, I travel with my passport and these wigs. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm like, like, I know. Like nuclear codes or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it took them months and months even to create those wigs. Yeah. So I can only imagine. But, you know, I don't know. It, it seemed like they probably, think about how much time they spend together every day, getting ready, um, thinking about how, if I had I won a bid the first season of this show, I think I would have been overwhelmed because of how big the show actually got. Yeah, yeah. I would have tried to get you know? out. Get out. I'm like, can I break this contract? There's <laughs> nobody else. There's another mom and dad team down the street. <laughs> you know, we can get them. And then that was basically it. They showed a couple of the 
scenes and we followed Andrew around and he gave Kit the jacket. Man, that, that I got. That was sweet. That you want jacket. jacket don't I want you? that jacket. That was hot. I want that jacket. Yeah, he talked about that jacket so much. Yeah. He did? Yeah, in that part. He oh, mentioned okay, it twice, yeah. I think. It was exciting. Yeah, I want that jacket. I hope they put it on sale. Like this document, like uh, my mother has a, I watched it with my mom and she hasn't, she hasn't seen uh, an episode since uh, Rhaegar got shot down. Cause she, oh, okay. that, that just bothered her. Much. She was like, I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, good. Cause Man, you ain't missing nothing. <laughs> you just watch she is, Well, she it was is, just two more episodes. Left. Yeah, I was like, you, gotta, you were there. I was like, you were almost home. Right. right. Yeah. But she was like, uh-huh, well, um, but and I thought, I was like, are you sure you want to watch this documentary? I'm sure they're going to reveal some things. And they never really did. Two wonder, hours, and they never <laughs> just revealed like, nothing. Wow. But do you think because it's intellectual property, is it special, special, special effects? Like, that's what I was trying to figure out. Why would we not see how you built a dragon? And how do you build the dire wolf? And how we made it look? And can we talk to some of the Dothrakis that yeah, were on uh, la- the season commentary? seven? The yeah. one that was it season seven or six that we were the fine one. When he jumped up on that horse, when they were jumping up on the horse, all of them was they jumped on the horse was fine. So well, which all, one? All of, them, <laughs> all of them, any of them? How'd you jump? Her, her main one, the tall one, her main one. No, remember during the fight scene when they were he on died the, on the road. Um, he died. The one that called? jumped off the horse in the middle of no, all the fighters. Right when they when they started, and uh, Jamie's army was right there on the road. They they were going after them, mm-hmm. and then you saw that one scene that kind of slow mode, and all of them jumped up on top of their mm-hmm. horses, and they had their crossbows or mm-hmm. whatever. I want to talk to them. Like, can you can we go and see how you did that? They don't have to go back to season seven because I think they did do that. Well, I mean, but she said she followed them for two years, but she didn't get that apparently. Mm-hmm. We didn't get much of anything. Because I, I don't think those two years, like, I feel like was those two years were for season eight. They weren't. Cause, um, going back. Yeah, because it said um, 2017 on the script. I don't think it was season seven. It looked like it was mostly season, yeah, eight, eight. season eight. Yeah. I thought it was cute to see the season one table read versus oh, the yeah. last table read and seeing, like, how all them grow up. and Yeah. I mean, like, it's, some of them look really rough. Like, in like, season one? Yeah. I'm like, y'all look. Y'all change the things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, down. Like, they look, I'm like, they look old, like, withered. Oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Shit. Well, I got you. So that was really it. I, I felt like certain shows lack energy. And I felt like this documentary lacked energy. It certainly didn't need to be two hours long. No. Mm. Like 45, well, 45 minutes. minutes. 45 minutes. I was on the struggle bus. 30 minutes. It could have been 20 minutes. You know, like how they had the extras after the episodes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it should have been like a 20 minute mm-hmm. reveal. They should have had Thrones revealed. That's what it They should have sat down with Curtis um, Snow on the Bluffs. I'm going to change his name to Curtis. <laughs> it's no longer Leroy. Oh, no, Leroy. They should have sat down with Curtis <laughs> and been like, how they treating you, bro? <laughs> How did you you back here? Oh man! I was, and then I was irritated. I'm like, Curtis so Snow, man. that is cute. Curtis Snow is cute. Um, I was irritated <laughs> as you saw the heart tree, the guy that made the heart tree, and it, it was only like two seconds. Of, I'm like, can you show me how you? Yeah, because they the showed that in reveal. They showed that oh, in Game okay. of Thrones reveal. See, this was the issue. This was my issue. I wanted some more of that kind of stuff. Like the Game me. of Thrones revealed. They showed after every episode. Yeah. There were like twenty to forty five minutes. Mm-hmm was more of like, well, this is the behind the scenes that I wanted to see. Yeah. This was like, uh, 
unnecessary. To- this is just totally unnecessary. I cannot get those two hours back. And I at least <laughs> want an hour and a half of my life back. I don't think you're going to hear no, the I'm not going to get them. I mean, it's gone. But Yeah. That was rough. But when I text y'all, I was like, I was straight up like maybe another hour to go. When y'all said two hours, I literally, I put my oh, hands yeah. I was in like, my head. Is... I was like, what am I going to do? This is kind of a snooze fest. I mean, it really seemed like it was just kind of like thrown together. It felt huh? like how we said they the double D's felt like we we were done we we threw it here or here do you think that they here y'all can have this or do you think that they cut a lot of her stuff out maybe the stuff wasn't approved maybe? I don't know I don't know but she I won't be watching another one of her documentaries whatever <laughs> her name is I was like oh no man you're black you're blacklisted I'm done with you this yeah. is turning me off. From you, I did want to go back to what's his name, Vladimir, real quick. Mm-hmm. But um, I meant to say this when we were talking about him. <laughs> he reminded me like this felt like he knew this was his last big moment of fame. And mm-hmm. it, it reminded me of um, Cuba Gooden and Jerry Maguire when he got injured. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, yeah, <laughs> he got injured and people started crying out, like cheering for him. He was like, Wait, wait, wait. Wait, let me, give me a few minutes. Let me let me take this in. And he started getting up and running. And I was like, this Jerry Maguire ass. Oh, was that just raising his arms to everybody? I'm like, dude, he's just soaking it all in. So I'm like, I want to go to Croatia now, dude. I want to go see if the see that everything. That's a beautiful. They they shot in some beautiful places. So I haven't so, been to Ireland, so I don't know about Ireland. I haven't been there yet. What next? What about a retrospective on the show? Yeah, guys. Um, I may be. I may need to go like second or third or last. I guess. Uh, would you? Would... <laughs> so I gave it a title. If if oh you oh oh okay. If you, if you some if you had to recommend this show to somebody, would you? Yes, hundred percent. Yes, I would still. Would you recommend the last two seasons to them? No. Or would you say you watch up the season six and stop? I, I still would. Yeah, I still would because there were parts. There were. So, for both season seven and eight, like, the first few episodes are still fairly good. And then it's, like, the last couple of episodes, it just, like, fell apart. Yeah. And this this, this season, I don't know. They just got tired. I'm just going to be like, when you get to, I mean, like, the seasons one through four is, is some of the strongest TV and writing you will ever see. Five is, yeah. Season six is good, yeah. and then when you get to season seven and eight, they just, just understand that you're watching a different show at this point. Yes, it's a different show. It's a different because it's their show. It's the Double D show at it's, season seven and eight. It's a Hollywood production at that point, where it's mm-hmm. like action. We got to get to this plot. We we want yeah. we want this to happen, and so for, for us to get there, we don't really care what it takes to get there we're just gonna get there um because I, I, I remember in season seven at the end of season seven um you remember when they went beyond the wall or whatever mm-hmm. to, to kidnap a white mm-hmm. um and they had that polar bear that was a white like mm-hmm. a they, a white polar bear yeah. and at the moment I was like, oh, I, you know, I don't know. I was like, I wonder what this means. Blah blah blah. blah. And then when they did the after the scene, you're talking to the double D's. There was no reason. They were like, you know, we always wanted to see 
of white polar bear. So we just put it in there. And they spent all that time to give us that. Nobody asked for no fucking white polar bear. That shit Nobody, was hot though. This shit was hot. I, it I mean, needs to have if if your if hot. your budget and your time is you limited, you yeah, you're wasting it on just stuff but that I oh think, to Mimi's point, I think that the double D's put in all that like sensational stuff that Hollywood highly produced CGI stuff to distract from their lack of mm-hmm. writing. And like that's all it was. And so if you go into the last two seasons knowing they just trying to get to an end it's not going to be that much dialogue it's all just look for the costuming the cgi special the special effects like you go into it like it's a blockbuster action movie that has absolutely no plot (laughs) stuff stuff exploding you walking away with the explosion in the background it's that typical michael bay film right (laughs) because i'm thinking back to that polar bear thing Mm -hmm. that annoyed me because that polar bear attacked um, Mir mm-hmm. for no for no reason because he lived another day and then he died next day the yeah. ne- for no reason like what was the point of that nobody major died from it not immediately he died the next day he yeah. he didn't have a real and it just didn't matter it, it yeah. just y'all just wanted it so you put it in there would you have been would you have been okay with if it were one of the ice spiders like from the book Probably. that's what I wanted to I, see because I like. Like learning a little bit more about the magic and the lore, I was like, "Oh, that would have been really that would have been cool." I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah, I would have been fine if it had if it meant something it in the moment. If you if the a bear if the bear kills mm-hmm. um what's his full name mirror of mirror of something there some I forget um and you have the polar bear attack and he dies then. Mm-hmm. It means more to me because he's the only one that can bring people back, and I'll be like, "Oh, you know, wow, it's over with." Before him to continue to live, and then he just freezes to death the next day. Y'all could have cut that whole scene and just had one of the zombies kill him. Mm-hmm. Like that was pointless, and it wasted money and it wasted time just because. Oh, we always want to see a polar bear. Like, I see, I see cult commercials around Christmas. I have seen. The polar bears. I don't need to see this. Give me, give me something else. Well, I think again to your point. I think that was a whole lot of seven and eight. It's a whole lot of. What was the point of that? What was the point of that? Or why? Right. I mean, so, like that, that's that's what the show kind of ended up being. Like, why did John's lineage matter? What did Arya going to like? Arya going to the, um, the training? To, like, like so she just went out to train and learn how to be an assassin. Like what? Like that had no ramifications. She's the like, number one assassin. Sure, on this high seas. Like the, like the the, <laughs> the religion and the plot and the magic that was so big in the early seasons. Like they didn't even fucking matter in the later seasons. And you're like so, I guess what was they that didn't for? matter because they didn't have the source material. One, they didn't have the source material to make it matter. Mm -hmm. Two, they didn't want to spend the time prioritizing those things. They were just like, hey, HBO has given them a whole bunch of money. We want this to come to an end here. The sensational things we could do. You know what it's like? It's like you're, you're leaving a job. And so, I'm and you know you, that. you know you're about, <laughs> you know you're about to leave, right? You you know you're about to put in your resignation, right? But your but your supervisors don't know, mm-hmm. so you're planning all these projects to build up your resume or whatever, so that when you go to your next job, you can talk about, oh, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, and that's what this set felt like. It felt like the double D's were setting up 
they can do all these things for the next project. But then if not I'm the for next, this, not if, for this. If I'm the next boss, I'm gonna be like, but you didn't do this and you didn't do that. <laughs> well, <laughs> you neglected to do this well, because now you see it's a petition from Star Wars people that are like, yeah. we don't want y'all touching Star Wars. Star Wars. Fans are they are legit on a whole nother level? Yeah, like. These guys may get a hit put out on them. Like, yeah, they, they like, not, don't y'all dare <laughs> they may not fuck even up our shit like they y'all did. Are the they, end they writing they it? They've got a petition for it. Yeah. Are they're, they just directing for this? They're telling what the, are they they're, doing? Yes, mm-hmm. they're the showrunners. They're writing it oh. in there. So they're they're telling the next story. Mm. So it's the, they're leaving the Skywalker. And this is an episode or this is like a side story? This is an episode? <laughs> this is the next, face. The, the next, next generation. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next generation. Star Wars. Oh. The whole star. It's a petition. They're like, no. You know? Absolutely not. Well, since I've never really got into it. I know you never got into it. I've never seen Star Wars. I know I so the, we follow, we followed the Skywalkers right. for the entire time. So now we're done, we're going to be done with the Skywalkers. We're moving into a whole nother anything. My nervousness oh. is they have proven that they can't. They don't have the writing chops to tell their own story. They can tell someone else's story. Yeah. Mecca, they did a great job, mm-hmm. but. I think how they could balance that out with the Star Wars is because there is so much action. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we follow the characters. Yeah. We are attached to the Yodas and to the Luke Skywalkers and to the Anakin Skywalkers like, and Dark Darth Vader. But I, I, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I, I don't. My nervousness is I just need to call it. We all need to go watch this last movie Dang. that's about to drop. Um, with, George with Lucas, Ray. George Lucas, I've got no more material for him. No, they're done. George yeah. Lucas ain't had no material. It's JJ Abrams been doing this. JJ Abrams has been in, yeah. And different different directors have been te- telling the last couple of stories, right? But uh, like the Force Awakens was a side story, mm-hmm. which yeah. I thought was really really great. Um, so we have to kind of uh, not Force Awakens. I'm sorry, the Rogue last one. one, Rogue One. The Rogue, I'm sorry, Rogue One was really really hot, but that was a side story. So. These people put I a petition out for everything. There is now I mean, the Star Wars man. petition that demands the Game of Thrones writers <laughs> be removed <laughs> from the new trilogy. I'm like, these people nah. are petitioning. But they get people fired from films. No. Everything. No. Yeah. They get people when, fired. When Saints fans put out a petition and replay that game, I knew petitions, they was done. Petitions ain't changing shit. I mean, you can petition all um, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, can, and, and right. some things do get changed, but stuff like this won't get changed. I think it's just more... For okay. attention that they know, like we, we know. watching y'all. <laughs> Don't fuck you, you know that we know. Okay, redeem yourself. Right, they need to be the Theon of Star Wars. <laughs> you got, you got, you <laughs> got to do a full redemption story. You got, right, you got two million people saying, asking HBO to redo the whole yeah. <laughs> season, and then you got for your new project. So many people like, nah, that's putting that that's that's attention grabbing. You still gonna get the job, but it's kind of like. Are they though? I'm like, I is think the they still dry? Well, I don't know. I don't know because I mean, they could easily get pulled. That's but I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like that franchise will they will pull a director in the middle of filming and be like, and we need somebody else. We've I mean, got too much bass. They, they did that with Solo. They did that with Solo. So I'm like, I don't know. I I feel like I'm happy that we did. I'm happy that they did the documentary to give the people behind the scenes and the extras a platform mm-hmm. because I don't think that any of us. I, None of us out here, no no podcasts, no YouTube channels, no critics, no one is talking about we didn't like what they did. Oh, yeah. We it's love what they did. Based, we appreciate it. Even the actors, it. it's yeah. been based on the writing. Yeah. And the actors can only, 
act off of right. what they have on the written paper. Right. Which, thank goodness, some of them did a, be- a better job than other ones being like, you know what, they wrote me three lines, but I really got to act my ass off. Right. <laughs> so I, that's, I'm happy that the documentary did give those people a platform and all the work, all the love, all the sacrifice, all the you know sleepless nights and stress, they did a phenomenal job and they gave us a straight eight seasons of amazing television. Mm-hmm. And I, they, we cannot, I don't think anybody can applaud them enough. They did amazing, amazing work. And I wish we could have seen, like I said, more of the costume and the makeup and um, the special graphic effects. designers and the special yeah. effects because that, that shit was on another level. That documentary was trash. Okay? <laughs> Do not listen, podcasters. Listen. Do not spend two hours of your life watching that trash. <laughs> Just, if you want to see behind the scenes just, all this good flowery this stuff that Mel just, is giving us, you I'm need weak. to watch I mean, the ca- Game Mel of Thrones did, reveal. Mel did this exquisite. Right. She went in it's with trash. With, and she, then, gave, she gave that. Y'all, that it's trash. It's trash. Watch, just watch <laughs> the reveal behind every episode, and that's much better than this documentary. The documentary uh, is trash. I am weak right I, now. Don't waste your two hours. I'm not saying that the people are trash. The people are not trash, but they the show that in the reveal in yeah. a much better way. Yeah. So just watch Revealed than this hot we'll garbage. Well, I didn't get to say, I would tell people to watch it, and I would give it, um, like Mimi, I would give a caveat. Like these, these are the seasons I think that you will really enjoy. The last two seasons, take with a grain of salt and enjoy the big moments. Because still, my favorite episode was episode two when it was the in the quiet moments, mm-hmm. um, when everybody was kind of saying goodbye and getting ready uh, for the battle. So that that to me is I what mean. I'm gonna take away. Like that was that that to me, I got a chance to see all my favorite, you know, people that were still alive. So I'm just gonna take that. And then that scene where the it dragons did. were above the clouds. Um, when the moon oh, was yeah. out, and she was hot. Yeah. And then the scene with um, Brienne being knighted. Oh yeah, yeah. that was the best yeah. moment of the season. Yeah. So and then they're 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 bright spots. And then Jamie went shit all over that. I'm sorry. I, I still don't even think I'm Jamie sorry. did because again, they did not have a DTR, and Brienne just Brienne just you know. Yeah, I mean, she, what this. that was not her dude. They just fucked. yeah, but he knew it. he knew who Brienne <laughs> was. He knew Brienne was a virgin. She was. Yeah. Just as honorable, okay. he knew that. I mean, she knew he had a whole another. It bees that way sometimes. It do be that way. Oh, but, his so, twin sister. <laughs> but in the books, in the books, does Jamie ever sleep with anybody else no. outside? Okay, so no. but Cersei does. Oh yes, yes. Okay, Cersei be getting it in. Jamie's like, I just love Cersei. Right, mm. he's only uh, been with Cersei and okay. Brienne. That's it. Okay, in the show. Period. I think well, in the no, books too. In the books, so he he's he been with no 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 Brienne in the books. I don't think no no not not yet. Okay. Um, okay. in the yeah, but in the books, he's just been he's been faithful. Thank Cersei you, been out here slinging, what slinging you, that pee. What you gotta do? That. What you gotta do? Pussy yeah, popping on the pole. It was, it was <laughs> shame, Mimi. Shame, shame. I'm gonna put in that ludicrous. Pussy pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vladimir, would you recommend it? AKA Vladimir. <laughs> nah. Again, I'll probably say the thing you all said, um, seasons. I I'd probably say season one through six, season seven and eight, like like Kim's been saying, like just let your expectations down, just let them down so you don't get your heart broken and get upset. So Yeah. Just, I, I, I would tell them to skip five except Heart Home. No. <laughs> oh, no. Well the last five. two episodes of five. I just, yeah, you can't watch this you can't watch I don't know how you can watch this show and stop at any point. <sighs> 
Like it, it's like if that it's like crack. Once you oh, start binging yeah. it, you get into yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. nothing happened in season five that was of any consequence except everything and all the dialogue. Except part home. And all the great dialogue. The eventual king wasn't even in the season. Dorn didn't matter. It does because now we got a new Prince of Dorn. That had no lines. Hang, he'd be hanging what out. What'd he look like? Door. What's his name? He, uh, Prince uh, of Dorn. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who didn't even stand? We don't even know how he became the prince. Who, who didn't even stand up and say, "Oh, wait a minute, the North is succeeding." Oh well, uh, we leave. We ain't in it either. You, you would that think Dora be the first people to do it. That fool sat there with his legs crossed, like, "What are we going home? When is, when is it time for us to eat some snacks?" Mm. He was not feeling it. Mm. No. <laughs> well, I renamed just this season a case study in white mediocrity and toxic masculinity. Okay. Because that's what I feel like. I'm like, the more I thought about what all happened in the last, in that last scene or the last episode, just really pissed me off. I was like, wait a minute. Let me just go back through my mind and figure out who will make a better who has a better story than Brand? Everybody Fucking up there. Everybody in the entire <laughs> Everybody. The, the burnt up man walking down the street got a better story. So I'm just like, that pissed me off to Curtis know. Curtis Snow got a better story. Yes. Yeah, Curtis Snow got a better <laughs> Look, story. Yes. Edmund Tully, who Sansa appropriately told to sit down, <laughs> right. actually had a better story. But he's been he a survived the Red Wedding. He, the, your boy been yeah. surviving since, right. since day one. Right. <laughs> okay. Because it all came, and this is what a lot of, um, you know, after the season, a lot of women and not only women, but people have said that this show other prior, you know, you had, it it seemed like it was going to be this commentary and you will have women in leadership positions Mm -hmm. and what that looks like. And then it went right back to. The same old same, and not even for the better. No, it went back to it, basic bitch TV writing, white cis male writing. Because there is plenty of um, evidence that Brand being the king is the worst case scenario for everybody. It was again. He is he's the most evil person, and I was like, you, maybe the Night King could see what was what he was about to do. He was like, listen, I don't. Maybe the Night King was trying to save us all. Listen, he was hey, because like, I'm just gonna kill these people up here. Yep. But this dude about to kill people everywhere. I mean, Bran, Bran being the king is like Minority Report. If you're somebody mm-hmm. who can possibly yeah. see stuff <laughs> in the future, yeah, and I saw you mm-hmm. take a loaf of bread, then I could put you in shackles at five years old because I'm like, oh. Well, I have a I had a vision that you were gonna steal something mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, that that's like police state. That's like the worst. <laughs> well, my thing and was, he's kind of a demigod. One hundred percent. You know, it's that's the scariest thing that Westeros has seen. Honestly, but so he far. but he was and, and the fact that he he was picking when he was gonna intervene. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, wait a minute, this dude Nephew said, "Why do you think I came all the way up here?" I was like, right, the whole time. I'm like, I'm about to punch you in the esophagus. Like, I would just say the last three-eyed raven never left that tree. <laughs> yes. And somehow Bran is just traveling all across <laughs> Westeros. And he cannot Don't relate to, to humans no. anymore. So he doesn't really care. He can just discard this, that, however he's, he wants to. I'm like, he's I don't relate to y'all. He's not right. a person anymore. So that again, you don't know nothing about ruling. You don't know anything about how society works. You have literally been running away from people your whole existence and can now see the past 
and the little bits of the future. You can't put it together. No one has trained you. You ain't been to, to, to the school. Right. You don't have no degree in nothing you're talking about. Right. <laughs> so that pissed me off. Then I thought about it. Then I got back on my boy Sam, his punk ass. And I was like, who could make a, be- a better arch maester? Anybody at the Citadel. <laughs> Anybody. The man sitting at the front desk could have made one because he had a couple of, you know, his chains. Mm-hmm. He has not even gone to school for a year. And then I'm like, oh, you know what then pissed me off even more is the fact <laughs> he was not even a person who realized who John was. It was fucking Gilly. Yeah. And she just learned how to read yesterday. Right. It's the same as like the women. Who's that you, man? Listen, I'm big mad. I'm big mad because then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, hold on, I got some more. Then I was like, you gonna make you gonna make Davos, who I'm a huge fan of, the Lord of Ships. When you got fucking Yara Greyjoy sitting there, they'll help people build the ships. Right. I'm like, he he goes. You know how he goes around on a little bitty boat with little mm-hmm. oars. His little thing. You mean to tell me you gonna put him over your big ships, the big boy <laughs> ships with sails and shit? Right. No, I can't. What and about then, Bron as Master Foy? Oh, I'm, 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 oh, the reach! I'm almost because he actually had a relationship with Iron Bank. Listen, he actually went to the Iron Bank on behalf Listen. of, of Stannis mm-hmm. and got him, got them to give him the money. I was like, this doesn't even make sense. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it, and then I was like, wait a minute. So you need a master of whispers, right? But you let you let Arya, a person that can wear anybody's face, and get all the whispers, all of the, <laughs> the get all the whispers. You get all I'm like, it, did it, it didn't make sense. Then I was like, then, and I know y'all don't like my friend, but that's okay. I don't, I don't come, I'm not going to mind it. My friend Sansa. Mm-hmm. But she would even, <laughs> even if you didn't make her queen, which I still think she should have been, you could at least made her hand. You know, I'm like, she is more qualified than Tyrion. Tyrion been showing us the whole time that he is, he don't know what the fuck he doing. He done made this girl get on this dragon. She done gone crazy, burnt up all these people with his bad fucking advice. Right. I can't. I can not. Then I'm like, even even if I say, okay, you need a Lord of War, right? Okay, we need that. Why would you let Lloyd Royce go off? I'm like, he the oldest one still alive. He done been in all these wars. Mm-hmm. He got his, you know, his uniform, his armor still shining. Mm-hmm. He could have been there helping you out. So it was ageism, sexism, and racism. Listen, all, all the isms. All the isms. <laughs> so, and then what pissed me off, that this would put the nail in the coffin. I rewatched. I rewatched that last scene when they were deciding that Bran was going to be mm-hmm. uh, the king or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that scene, I felt like, damn, why am I feeling some kind of way about now the people of color in the in the story? Mm-hmm. So now, why am I mad at Grey Worm when he is really doing what he should be doing? Mm-hmm. Like he, you killed his queen. He should have killed him. Yeah. But like, I he should have killed him and Joe. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, but I hate that the story would now was written to where you make the people of color now the bad guys. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's, what, I guys. that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. These motherfuckers been doing wrong. Yes. Since day one. Yes. So I'm just like, it just it just started. My blood started boiling. I just started <laughs> going down on my rabbit hole. I'm just like, let me think through a million other better ways that we could have written. Oh, I have. I have had, one. Had you at least had one person of color or one woman in the room mm-hmm. because you need no matter and I'm not saying this just about an all male white uh writing any any place we're in we need to be inclusive Div- yeah diversity. we need to have diversity because that's what makes things better right so even if you didn't take even you said you know what black people and women we ain't gonna take your advice at least at least hear it right because it's like you know I'm like hey this is y'all show this is y'all story it's not like 
I'm trying to come in and write Masande as taking the throne. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. But I have an ending that does not make the only people of color in here turn out to be the worst villains of all the villains. The ones that murdered a million people. Of all the people in the story, the only people who murdered the millions of people were the people of color and the woman who got spurned from her lover. Like, it turned into the most predictable, stereotypical, laziest ending that you could have. Because we've seen, how many times have we seen that? Constantly, but that's what, but and that is another part of the the white mediocrity that we celebrate in the, in, in the world. Mm. Because now you, you've seen what they've done with this, with this body of work. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know. I don't say that they should have made it wow. phenomenal, um, amazing, wonderful. Because it is hard to take George R. R. Martin's work and now tell his story. You have because they did have to get to an end. I mm-hmm. get that, but you, if I can figure it out, and I don't even know, I'm not even ever written anything. Mm-hmm. If I can figure it out, so can you. Mm-hmm. Because now you guys have that. So that's my thing. So now they're like, oh, we're gonna give you the biggest franchise in entertainment history is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know what? You guys did kind of a great job then. Let's give this to you. So it, that then it took me back to that Elizabeth Holmes uh, Thanos on HBO where this girl didn't even graduate from college and they give her $100,000. <laughs> it took me to the fire Festival. where pe- So it's... It took you the to the cel- president of the United States. It took me all... But, 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 that's, but, then, but that's why I connected it to. I said, so you mean to tell me Donald Trump is fucking brand? Whoa, whoa. Oh Jesus! Lord. But, but think about it. The most the most unqualified person whoa. is sitting in the highest office. Whoa! I think that's an insult to brand. Stop. That's an insult to brand. It's, but it's not that they they <laughs> brand has sat there and let millions of people be murdered for no reason. He could have not even saying that he had to do anything major. If you warging around in some birds and can find him at the end of the story, then you could you could have tried to work into that dragon or done something to make. You could have done. You can work into people. He, yes, he could yeah, work, work into, into people. The, another thing, he, he, he could, could have been Danny. Something happened in the past that did matter in the end. Like, well, none of this shit matter. That's what we're saying. <laughs> he could have worn into your run. Yeah. He, could, so, he so, I guess can you say Tyrion is kind of symbolic? Tyrion's kind of the character, of course. He's symbolic of like white mediocrity. White mediocrity, like can failing but continue to like fail upwards. Fuck yeah. yes, he's yeah. George Bush. George yeah, W. You know forward, what? I yeah. like me some George W. as a person. <laughs> yes, as a person, yeah. But not so much he as like, a person. Let's like, have some drink wine. Like Terry yeah. wants to He likes to drink wine. He likes to give candy to nice sweet black ladies and hug on yeah. and paint dogs. Let's he Terry <laughs> is George W. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but, that, but this but this is and I, that's why I said I would tell people to watch it. I, what I would really want is black people to watch it, especially young black people and people of color, because this is this show is showing you what you're really up against in everyday life. We mm. deal with this every Especially the last day. two seasons. Especially, especially the last, last two seasons. seasons. Yeah. Or as a woman or as a person of color. Yeah. Yeah. So this is showing you what they're writing it writing you a, a fucking this is the map right here, what's gonna about to happen. So at least you can now be smart about the decision that you have to make. Put more armor on. Make sure that you're ready to go. This is what this was to me. Mm-hmm. This took me to the fire festival. That crazy. I don't know what Billy. What was his crazy ass? His In the fire festival. Ass. Yeah. What was that? Jordan. Billy. Uh, McFar- Billy, Billy McFarlane. Billy McFarlane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His nutty crazy. Yeah. But the thing. And he was getting another company, and, and he kept. Yeah. 
You just got out of prison. Yeah. You were like, let me go start another fraudulent yep. company. And was and making we, money. And making money. Yep. Yep. Elizabeth, you know this fool started another Thanos? Dude, you almost killed. You told people mm. they did not have syphilis. <sighs> syphilis. Yep. And somebody's like, you know what? And this, then the man in the show was like, she didn't even graduate from school, but she's so great at 21. Let's give her 100 billion gazillion dollars. But like, then this man said, well, her grand, one of her grandparents or great grandparents was a surgeon. And another one was like an entrepreneur. So she has great pedigree. The fuck? How <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this real? Is this like a- yes, yes. You gotta watch the documentary. Yes. So that she's like a real life like doctor. Yeah. Death, like uh, she, she didn't kill anybody. No. She didn't kill anybody. She's not right. a Christopher Dunch or whatever his name was. You go on HBO. It's and it tells you about her her whole company mm-hmm. and how she basically raised all this money in the Silicon. It's the Silicon Valley way of doing business. You fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. The difference between her and everybody else is that that's technology, and she was dealing with people's health. And when she crossed over to that health is when things got got spotty. But she had her professors, the head of Stanford Medical School, saying, you can't do that because it can't be done. People will die. She was like, you know what? I think I can do it. (laughs) And because she was blonde and a Becky, she went in and raised millions upon millions upon millions, millions of dollars. Her company is worth negative now. Mm. These ones was telling people they did like I said again, telling people they did not have syphilis. Right. I have not gotten a chance to watch that documentary. It's yet, brilliant. It's, that's it's what we should. That, should. that should be the next that should yeah, be the next I podcast. Seen that documentary yet. Yeah, we, fact, we all gonna be mad at that, but that but should be the next need one. to watch that. Yeah. yeah. It's us being people of color and women and men in society that we live in. We have to figure out how to make it work for ourselves. And what I feel I read an article, I guess it was around season three or four, um, a lady at Essence wrote why all black people should watch Game of Thrones and mm-hmm. the political nature and the mm-hmm. race, you know, uh, relations. Like, this is what you should be watching. Even President Barack Obama was like, you need to be watching this show. Mm-hmm. This is how the world works. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy that this is here, but it still does not dismiss the fact that this show at the end, when it all got wrapped up, praised white mediocrity. And toxic toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Where you, I'm like, you're sitting on this. When we were just sitting there looking, I'm like, Arya, the number one assassin in the world. You have Sansa, the head of the North. You have Yara, who went back and took her whole fucking nation back. It's really that they were all sitting on the labor that the women had done. 100%. That the women never got credit for. Because, you know, um, even with Daenerys... The bulk of them saving the world was her having all of those forces there. Mm-hmm. She didn't get crazy. Everybody was like, John, you're the best. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, these was my wow. dragons, my people. Um, Arya. Yeah, the women and the people of color, are you right? Yes, Arya. And they were calling her angry, mad bitch the Arya, whole time. Yeah. Which is why I was Team Danny and y'all were looking at me like, what? I'm like, I'm Team Danny. Arya killed the Night King. They said it one time. Um, like you said, Yara. Like, yeah, all of it rested on their labor, and they never got credit, and the men just carried on business as usual. Like, oh, we're going to cut up Westeros like this, and you do this, and you do that, and da-da-da-da-da. But the so. same thing happens, so the same thing happens in with black people. Because mm-hmm. if you listen, read anything about the civil rights movement, the only woman they're going to talk about is Rosa Parks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, what about Ella Baker? What about yeah. Fannie Mae? Like, you... Yeah. That's why we had a whole movie called Hidden Figures because women in general 
start movements, maintain movements, mm-hmm. but men get credit yeah. for the work because they put them out front as the leader. Yeah. But you're only out front as the leader because there's a group of women pushing this forward. Yeah. All right. Okay. So. So. <sighs> <laughs> it was it was it was great television, but like I said, it was an it was it's really an exercise in the things that you are maybe not paying attention to that are underlined in, in society. I'm like you look at what's happening all over the world and the right. the rise of all different types of supremacies in different forms and fashions, and that's basically what we saw on the show. Right. Um, my only thing was that uh, I. I was like, to me, if they had just changed this one thing, you wouldn't have ended up with those problems. And that is killing Daenerys, Drogon, and most of the Dothraki against the Night King. You get rid of them against the Night King, okay. You then you don't fall into the optics of the trope of the woman scorn the the spurn lover and she goes crazy because she's too emotional to have power which is something that is annoying with this mm-hmm. that whole stereotype that women can't have too much power because mm-hmm. they're too emotional they'll go crazy i mean mm-hmm. dark phoenix from is it this weekend dark phoenix comes out i think week. so next week you're talking about this, x-men right yeah x-men. same thing she's mm-hmm. the most powerful mutant but hey, we got to be careful with her because she'll go crazy at any time. <laughs> it's just like, how many times do we have to hear that women can't have power, yeah. too much power, because they can't handle it? Yeah. So I'm just like, if if you need to get rid of Daenerys because you you have an abbreviated season, then just get rid of her and Drogon and most of the Dothraki in that fight. Then you don't run into fall into into that trope, like I said, or having to turn the the uh, people of color that's left evil because then you have the Unsullied and Masandi. That's all that's left. The Unsullied ain't raping nobody because they don't have no penises. Um, and you give them a little bit of autonomy that they can decide, hey, we're going to stay or we're going to leave. And then you don't fall into the evil dark-skinned people and the crazy, too emotional woman. And I was like, just do that. And you still end up with the same pieces on the board, and we can just end. And Rhaegal is still alive. You still yeah. got a dragon. If you want to have yeah. fire and flights, and Jon can fly him. You still have that action. You still have the threat of the bolts with Euron. You still have the, and you didn't fall into yeah. that stereotypical um, basic angle, ass writing. Basic ass. You know what I'm saying? Well, I wouldn't have wanted them to. Your your ending. I wouldn't have wanted them to have done that. And then they die heroes. And then the the, the people of color and that woman die Mm -hmm. heroes. And then that makes the consequences of the Night King way more substantial than it was. But I think they still could have died heroes. The point how they get to the end, Bran being on the throne, whatever. I don't care. John killing Danny. Okay. So like the end points, I'm actually okay with. It's the execution of how they got to the end point mm-hmm. that I have the issue with. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily like, oh, you would have just killed them and yeah, the battle would have failed. That would have solved all these problems. Because I still would have wanted John to have had some agency and confronted Danny. He could still do that. And, no, and confront Danny. And actually, I still want John to kill Danny. Like, I still want that to be the end. And I love Danny. But I still wanted that to be 
I still want that conflict. I still it, want that to happen. But they just they didn't have the time to give you that where where it felt real or it made sense. But they actually did have the time. I think <laughs> where people like these <laughs> these episodes were eighty minutes. Were like there were things in dialogue you could have said in two or three lines. We've actually been through that here to be like all John had to say was this. All they had to say was this. It wasn't. We didn't get a lot of dialogue yeah we had episodes where you go 40 30 minutes with no dialogue mm-hmm. i still don't think that you get you i still don't think because that's everybody's um complaint is that you don't get danny going from saving the world in episode three to i want to murder everybody in episode six that quickly with just lines of dialogue. I still don't think you get there with just lines of dialogue. I don't think there was an effective way to get that turn in two episodes. But so and should. since you can't get that turn in an effective way in two episodes, then why force it? But they didn't have just, I guess in my mind, it wasn't like they just had two episodes to do this. They actually had two seasons. The problem started in season seven. It didn't just start in season eight. Well, I'm just you saying. You actually had two whole seasons with four super episodes to but they didn't do any of that better execution on all on all of this stuff they they didn't do any of that in season 7 and again if you didn't set that in place in season 7 and all you're left with is what you have in season 8 again why are you forcing it don't force it then and then you and then you aren't left with the optics that we are complaining about about the people of color now being the worst villains in the story and the woman who lost her love and too emotional to have dragons. <laughs> so, yep. and I think George is, if he finishes, uh, is going to write that more eloquently. I, to I'm me, sure. I don't think George, I personally don't think George writes her going crazy. I think he writes her becoming ruthless um, but that's just me. That's because Cersei, and, and, and maybe he does. That's just because Cersei in the books is crazier, is paranoid. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, are, you, are we going to get two of that same dynamic sure. in the same story? Two paranoid mm-hmm. people, two crazy women. And it's not like George <laughs> is immune to being a bro yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's older, so he's yeah, probably yeah. worse. <laughs> well... I don't think nobody can predict he the fact that he edits and writes at the same time no one's gonna know and he's gonna write it by himself he did put out that the next book will be out in 2020 now <laughs> I don't know this is the second time he's put a, a yeah. date on it remember I just think and he, he passed the other date by like two years dates. or so I think maybe you should just pop it just do like a pop up hey guys finish the book I think he felt he pressure to, to like put Beyonce. out Beyonce. Beyonce you don't know Beyonce's working just on drop. an album then all of a sudden just Netflix, drop it midnight you be like oh the whole world stops right the whole world stops so i don't know i hope he does finish the books you know definitely for the book readers that have been you've been waiting for a long time I, you all do need a more satisfying yeah way to the ending if, if even if the ending is the same you book readers do need a more satisfying way to get to the ending but I Somebody else reading. is gonna Y'all have to go. Tell me about go it. first for me, because I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> I'm not wading through these three thousand five hundred pages. Mm-mm. 
to get the exact same thing. Uh, I don't think I think he gave them that, but it, like he's not married to that. You know, he should he should divorce it right now. Yes, I'm pretty sure he's rethinking some things. Right. Summarize it and put it on Wikipedia. That's the extent of where I'm gonna go with him All finishing right. it. But um, getting back to uh, when I was like, I uh, I feel like he's going to have Daenerys turn ruthless. I don't know about crazy. That would be to me that is boring and predictable because we have literally for however many years been saying, oh. Your dad was crazy. You're going to be crazy. So to turn her crazy is like, meh, okay. <laughs> um, and that, to me personally, that's just predictable and boring. But I do think he has her go really, really ruthless. And that's um, part of what started my, Daenerys is the killmonger of this story. Thought <laughs> <laughs> so I had. Because, uh, okay, so uh, somebody was like, they like Daenerys, Daenerys was exploiting black people in this or people of color in this story. I never, I never got that because every time she, the first slave she frees are the Unsullied. They're mm-hmm. soldiers. They're going to follow whoever anyway. Plus mm-hmm. she freed them. Um, but then after that, every time she gives a sp- and even with them, she was like, you don't have to follow me. Mm-hmm. I hope you will. Cause I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so anytime she uh, freed anybody after that, she gave that same speech that I'm gonna free you anyway. You don't have to follow me, but you know I'm breaking chains across slavers' bay. Blah blah blah. So of course people were like, "Yeah, you know I'm going with this lady," but um, there were some who didn't because some of the people who rebelled against her and Marine were former slaves, mm-hmm. and so it was, you know, to me saying that to me that's unfair to the some of the people of color in this story as if they didn't have their own decisions that they made because they did. They just chose a lot, chose to go with her and some didn't. Um, But so when I started thinking about that, I was like, you know what? Before she went, allegedly went mad, the only people Daenerys killed was former slaves and racist xenophobes mm-hmm. in Westeros. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only people she killed was former slave masters. Yeah. I'm not, not former slaves, sorry, former slave owners. Mm-hmm. And like Randall Tarley, who was a straight up racist and xenophobe because in season seven, when mm-hmm. um, he was rebelling yeah. against Lady Olena, mm-hmm. his reasoning was she's bringing all these foreigners and all these people we don't know and all that. And it mimicked shit that Trump was saying, like mm-hmm. right on the campaign trail at the same time, kind of yeah. like foreigners and invaders yeah. and just some of that same language. I was like, damn. Um, so she smoked him. I was like, she smoked Randall Tarly and all those people. She she smoked the former slave. She only killed those she people. Killed bad people. And um, and I was like, dang, it's kind of like if only that's how I felt about Killmonger. I was like, man, if only somebody could have sat down with oh <laughs> Killmonger a little a little while and gave my him a little Killmonger. bit more direction. See ya. Um, you know, because a lot of us kind of like the shit he was saying. We were like, yeah, Killmonger's not dead. Yeah. Um. Okay. He, well, not anymore. But yeah. um, he was like, yeah, yeah, we, we agreeing with what you're saying. You want to yeah. empower the people who were formerly oppressed mm-hmm. and give them this power now, this verbatim, verbatim, um, give them that now. It's just that the way you went about it <laughs> um, was, and was going, was not right because you ended up killing some of your own family and other black people mm-hmm. in the process. He's but it's kind of the same you know, it's kind of the same thing. But that's why I didn't understand Tyrion's speech. 
I was it didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, we applauded her for killing blah 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 and all the slavers and I'm like, yeah, because they were bad, terrible people. Of course, yes, one hundred percent. We applaud the SEAL Team Six when they go and kill. <laughs> yeah, right. We say, right. good job, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. You killed the bad guys. Right, and it's just your perspective. That's why I, was like, I think George will that. write it oh, a little true. better with a little more nuance than a this. Little? A little, but I can um, see why people said that Donnie, that Danny was exploiting them because of her intentions. She freed the Unsullied. She went there because she needed an army. Yeah, mm-hmm. it yeah. wasn't like I'm going just to just, because, do, good just to do good things. Right, right. I'm going because I need them. Now, if they follow me, great. I want them to follow me, but we never really got what happens when they don't. I give you free will. Probably the same thing that happens when you right. free a slave. They right. don't give them anything. I give you free will, and this is totally up to you to do, but then we never get to see what Danny's response is when somebody actually really told her no. They really were all like, okay, yeah, we'll follow you. But she was only there because she needed them. I only went to wherever she went because I need ships. I only, well, I'm only going here because right. I need this. And it's based off of... But after that, she needs. didn't have to free anybody else. Like, she had the army. That was the first group she freed. And then she went to two other cities and freed slaves, not for armies, but just to free them. Yeah. So she didn't have to free them. Like, even during that um, season, she kept asking, now that I have an army... Can I go to Westeros now? And people were like, ah, wait a little while. Just wait. And she was like, okay. And while she was waiting, she freed other slaves. And so. But she got benefit from doing that. How? Her, she still got people to follow her. She still got she, people over in East. What is the place Essos. called? Essos. Essos. That's like. She also got people to rebel against her as well. She did. And then she burned them. <laughs> no, she didn't. Well, she didn't burn any slaves. No, she didn't burn. Well, no, she didn't burn. No, she yeah, she didn't burn any slaves. But so I could. My point is, I can see why people would say that she exploited them. They they also have a point. I mean, she she did do great things, but it was always with the focus of the throne. That's what yeah. That's Mm -hmm. what she wanted. That's what she thought she should have. That's why she went crazy, golemized when she got there. So, but which was too weird. I guess my thing is, I just I need George to write this out better because I, um, I think he'll do a really good job. If because again, she 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 yeah. had we have kept saying she had everything she needed to take the throne a long time ago, and she mm-hmm. just didn't. I mean, she stayed in Slavers Bay and Marine when she didn't because that because Tyrion made that same point of the worst that, ever that she stayed in Tyrion, uh, in Tyrion, she stayed in Marine and in Slaver's Bay trying to free slaves to make it better when she didn't. She could have left mm-hmm. with 10,000 Unsullied and three dragons a long time ago and come over here and done whatever. But she decided to stay to try to make it better. And even in season five, he was kind of like, do you think you need to leave here? You've made, you've improved life here for a lot of people. And that's when she was kind of like, well, this isn't my, I have, but my ultimate goal isn't to just stay here. This is always at the wrong. So, you know. And he always wanted to protect his family at the end of the day. But her and Killmonger were kind of like, hey, you got to, in order to make an omelet, you got to crack a few eggs. <laughs> you do. You got to kill all the chickens too. <laughs> you got you to crack a you few eggs to make, this, to make this omelet here. Kill all to of get them. this vibranium. Well, 
I would definitely. I would say at least for the, the show for me, I would not have. I would have known Mimi and Mel because we worked together previously. But I think it brought us closer. We got to know each other better. Got to meet, you know, AKA Alias every week. <laughs> I wouldn't have met you. And, you know, it actually like brought me closer to my future in laws because they were like, you know, you're nervous, like meeting the in laws. You don't know, you know, meeting your partner's family or whatever. And um, my fiance was like, my dad really likes Game of Thrones. Oh. So when mm-hmm. y'all meet, he was like, that's oh, your end, right? And I was like, okay. So then when I met, his dad, that was the first thing I was like, oh, you know, you told me that you like the show. And like, we had a whole conversation about the show, mm-hmm. which made us have a relationship to now that he's like, what you think about it? And so mm-hmm. we can talk about other things. Yeah. So even though the last two seasons. How did he feel about were me? I haven't season. even talked to him oh. about it. <laughs> I haven't. I don't, I don't think he liked it, but um I'm like it. It actually enhanced my real life mm-hmm. wow. by forming relationships, and wow. so like, so no. I no. would encourage people to watch it. You know, it's a it's also a crash course in leadership if you are good thinking about the good or bad. Yeah. You know, so and there there's good and the bad journey was knowledge. good, as they say. It's about the journey, not the not the ending. Mm-hmm. So I had a good journey with the show. I'm not gonna focus on how it ended. I'm gonna celebrate the journey. You didn't climax. <laughs> 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 Season six was it for me. I was like, yeah, okay, that was a wrap. Well, aka, what do you say, Helen Reed? Who would Vladimir, Vladimir? Vladimir. But those were the heroes of the story. Yeah, the Reed family. Yeah, those the heroes. Because Mira yeah. was like, I'm out of here. This, and they just totally oh. like exiled themselves <laughs> from the Starks. Like we've done all we could for you, Starks, and now we're gonna live somewhere. The Reeds are the heroes. Like they never the even called their banners. <laughs> I thought about that. Yeah, they never called in and check in. They're the like, heroes of the story. They doing their thing. They doing their own thing. Mm. <laughs> they like, forgot so many things. Go ahead. <laughs> AK, AK Vladimir, uh, what, what you think? Uh, pretty much everything has been iterated. Um, like I, and like I said before, like stuff that was mentioned in the past past seasons didn't even matter. Uh, I really felt like I, I thought it should have been one more season. I felt like this season should have been pretty much solely focused or majority focused on the Night King and the. The battle, the battle of the long night or whatever, like that should have been this season, and then next season should have been like the 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 political political stuff. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, well, the, they the, offered them more seasons. They didn't take. That's it. what I'm saying. They too busy rushing off to the next gig, man. <laughs> they didn't take it. Like, we got another gig going on, and we're gonna mess up terribly. Bye. Right. <laughs> we're gonna ruin. But yeah, just just that rush. There was it was so much. It was too much information and storylines and plot narratives and. Everything and to flush short out, cutting everything to flush out in six episodes, however long the episodes were going to be. So, but like I said, I would recommend the show to anybody that wanted to watch it. Um, but like I said, when you get to season seven and eight, kind of don't I'm, ask I'm questions. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> right when you get to season seven and eight, just don't don't ask questions anymore because they won't be answered. I mean, and the sad part about it, like the way this show ended, it like really dropped down my list of like greatest shows of all time. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was like top three, but when I go back and look at the shows that I like, it's probably like seven. 
Mm, really? Yeah. Well, now I want to know the other shows. Yeah, what's, what are the other ones? Uh, I mean, I run them. The Wire. Yes. Sopra- yeah. The Wire, Sopranos, um, Breaking Bad. Um, well, that's, that's that's my top three for sure. Uh, that, there's some other shows in there. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I love that show. I'm t- it's one of the best shows on TV. <laughs> Did you say Mad Men? You say Mad Men. those top three oh, shows. Mad Men. Had uh, questionable endings or mm-hmm. just not good. Like the ending to The Wire was just not satisfying to me. It's like, okay, the end of The Wire. The Sopranos was like, what the fuck did I just That was watch? not a good ending. <laughs> what, I, I but that was one episode. No, I, don't think, I, don't I don't think it was that out. bad. I don't yeah. think it was that bad. It wasn't two now, seasons of now, bad. Now people going back and like, oh, it wasn't that bad. You're right. It was not two seasons bad. Yeah. That's good. Mad Men had a great ending. Uh, and, and I said and earlier this week, I said earlier, earlier in early episodes, I said that Breaking Bad uh, had a bad ending. Um, I rewatched a, a couple of the last episodes. It, it wasn't that bad. Um, and I apologize. I take that back. <laughs> um, so what the five shows. Um, Maybe, you don't, we, maybe you don't throwing, have to maybe throw in the office in there, but yeah, like you don't so, have to come. You don't have to come up with all like, of them. Like this well, show, I was just wondering if you since you came up with seven, I thought yeah. you already had <laughs> six, six, of, right? uh, six no, ahead no. of them. <laughs> so what he's saying, like he's gone down, yeah. his it's power rank, yeah. he's gone down in the power rank. And like I told you earlier, I started watching Peaky Blinders, and I think that's about to climb the list too. They have a shaky in the middle, but they come back. They come back. It's good writing. Well, any mail. I don't. I don't think that I wouldn't say that. It, I think it's still the top of my list. I think the top or it's one of the top shows overall. It's one of the top shows that I've ever. I seen. thought. I thought you were saying like the top, like number one. Not number one. Okay. No. Uh, I don't know what would be my number one. I have to really think through what my number one show is because I watch a lot of TV, um, but it's definitely up there. And it's it's because of the overall experience. I only made it through the first book before everybody, you know, got to work and we're talking about it. So I was like, I got to just, I got to stop reading this right now and just watch the show. So I plan on reading the books now. I have all of them already. Um, so yeah, it's definitely going to be on my top. To me, I feel like I was more, this made me, the ending made me angrier than Lost Ending. Mm-hmm. And the Lost Ending had been the worst mm-hmm. so far for me in anything that I had watched. Just because, I mean, it really was, like, I for years would not watch anything or listen to anything that J.J. Abrams had his hand in. Like, or Dave Fincher. Or Dave, yes, or Dave Fincher. Like, I, I was angry. So I'm like, that was, what, seven seven years? And, and this made you angrier than that. Oh, now, it made me angrier than that because of the social implications. That's where we how were just, I feel about it. We were just in a, we were in a, we found out that because the directors and the showrunners lied, in live interviews, that they yes, did. and so you told me something wasn't where it actually wasn't. It's not a ruse; it's a lie. Yeah. So that's what they did. J.J. Abrams lied to people's faces. People were asking, "Are they? Did we think they're dead?" He was like, "No, no, 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 no. That's not. That's definitely not it." So I'm like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> and then let's go on and watch your show." Uh, um, this made yeah, this made me angrier because of the social implications. Where that just pissed me off that okay, this person lied to me. And the double D's you, did some lying as well, though they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I feel like because they don't know how to tell a story, a good story, that that's why they felt they did have to lie. Where I think David Fincher, who I is one, still one of my favorites, no, yeah. And Abrams has come come back in my book, yeah, he's he's back in there. Mm-hmm. 
they're good. Like you HBO to, shows go one of two. Titanic sinks. We should have been a sign since they were in the Titanic studios. We should have been like, <laughs> this is going down. Uh, You're right about uh, that. You ain't never lied. Yeah, I just feel like HBO shows can really, they're one, they're two, they're extremes. You know, people, I love the show Dexter. I hated the way it ended. Everybody. Not Everybody hated HBO? the way, that was HBO. Wow. You know, um, True Blood. Then you have the shows like Deadwood, Deadwood yeah. and shows that they, they cut. You know, the everybody. Night of, yeah. The night of that was really good. Yeah. Uh, Carnival that was really a, yeah. that that is an amazing show. Then you have the amazing shows that ended really well, like, um, uh, what was the one about the Mormons? Big Love. Mm-hmm. Like that was done perfectly. I think Six Feet Under was done perfectly from beginning to end. So they they kind of have these extremes, but then you have to think about like, then you got to think about what's that? What was that show? That start True Blood. Like it that was a phenomenal. Everybody My leftovers. Like, oh, you, okay. No, no, no True Blood. True Blood. Uh-huh. And everybody was when that hit. Everybody, everybody was going nuts. Oh yeah, like, True Blood was another sexy. one that uh, that was like a cult. It was a cult favorite. Well, yeah. Then and then it went off the cliff. It, it went, went off it went the cliff. Way off the cliff. So I just feel like HBO has to find that balance between what is enough and what like we're we need to hey guys maybe we need to end this at season six because I think because they get so money hungry sometimes which they should it's an industry that they're trying to make money they get my $15 every month um then you have something phenomenal like an insecure which is a movement in itself in such a a different concept for most people Mm -hmm. because they're not used to seeing people of color especially not women of color writing girls like not writing your own show putting your own content doing your own thing so i feel like that hbo you you you're on kind of like this uh, seesaw almost. Either you're all the way up or you're all the way down. Well, and the Deadwood, we're gonna see. Uh, Deadwood was one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. I love westerns, I, so we're gonna. I've been waiting for this movie for quite some time, and then, and then Mimi and I have to go with Westworld. Well, I saw that uh, preview again, the trailer. And I said, oh, they got you. They oh, oh yeah, the same way they suck they your ass in the last season. They keep on getting me. They give me for my papers every time. I think it's looking good. Go ahead, Marcus. No, I was gonna say, split HBO. Didn't that CEO resign earlier this year? The so. CEO. They, everybody's gonna be different there because it got bought. Yeah. So they were under, under everything new. So they, from my understanding, the new leadership likes how the BBC does with the short, with the longer, and that's. I think that's what we saw with those longer episodes, but a shorter season. Which I don't know if that's really gonna translate to an American audience, and we're used to seeing. 22 episodes a season or 10 episodes. So I, I think that that is going to be where Netflix can now insert themselves for real, for real, and be like, we're going to give you what well, they have the analytics. They're going to give you exactly what you want. Like this movie, uh, Rim of the World, that was like literally a hodgepodge of every movie with little kids that we've seen. Right. So I feel like what HBO is doing now, they're going to give Netflix and maybe this Disney Plus thing that's about to come out. A real plane. Real I was plane gonna say, I'm interested to see where Netflix goes with all these other streaming services coming out, especially with Disney. I, and with Disney controlling a lot of the content uh, produced in the world today. Well, I'm nervous about the things that are leaving the Netflix and the Hulus and the platforms that we already watch. Yep. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know if Bezos is going to come through with more with more TV. I'm, the hands down, I know people love Star, uh, uh, Star Trek. The best sci-fi on television today is not on the it is it is the expanse it is on 
Amazon Prime. That show is a fucking was one of the best shows ever in history. Was Amazon Prime? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why did I think that was sci-fi? It was. They, oh, sci-fi dropped them. Oh, I'm sure sci-fi. And then, and then, is and then like... made another season of Krypton that's about to come out. <laughs> um, getting that bad. If the show, I'm not into sci-fi. So I'm gonna lose my mind. Krypton is one of the worst okay. television shows I've ever seen in the history of TV. But now they have another season. Whoa! Of it. So kiss me first. Is it a real TV show? Oh, Kiss Me First, it is a real TV show. I love Kiss Me First. You that didn't was like ho- it. That was horrible. I love Kiss Me First. Um, I, I just really- wanted to get back into what you were saying about the problem with HBO. I think yeah. that they had the opposite problem with Game of Thrones in that... They should have ended it. Well... Season 6 should have No, they should have made it's just them that, two more seasons. Yeah. I don't... I think if they made them to two more seasons, we would have been even more Well, no, I think they, HBO... They can't... They don't have the chops to write what No, we not with... The double D's. HBO mm. had the option of um, getting new showrunners mm. because the double D's were kind of done with it. Really but done. HBO kind of was like, man, y'all have been so successful for all, all these seasons. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like this is your story. We want y'all to finish your story. And then HBO wanted to give them more episodes. And the double D's are like, no, we told y'all we're done. We we're are done. done. Yeah. They, I don't know what it would have looked or felt like had they gotten new show. It might have been better because they, I don't know. They, know. they would have come in to something that was really successful. They didn't want to mess it up. They would have been fresh. You know what I mean? When you come into something new and you're excited and and you have fresh and new ideas and, you can still and fumble it. but this is a story that you look at George who I don't think can finish it in seven books I don't think can finish it in eight books it's something that if you were going to finish it mm-hmm. it needed more than eight seasons mm-hmm. or you could just end it where we an ambiguous we just don't know how it really ends you can end it that way or you I, have to take it the duration and end it Either. I'd rather for this had to have ended with us not knowing. I'd rather they'd have done like um, Camelot, which was a really good show. They ended too early and like Carnival, where you know what, guys, we're out. Well, we're I'll done. say again, one of the best shows in the history of shows is The West Wing. And oh, after man, season West Wing is and good. after season four, so Aaron Aaron Sorkin mm-hmm. was the showrunner writer. He did all the writing man. for the first four seasons of the West Wing. West Wing and theme so, song. I don't mean to cut you off. West Wing theme song was fire too. It's the it's one of the best the shows show ever. Yeah. So if you season five, they had a new showrunner for seasons five, six, and seven. And yes, it felt like a different show, and people were worried all season five, like, oh, John Wells, how's he going to do this? But he was already an EP, and the show was still good the next three seasons of the show, even though it was different than when Aaron Sorkin was the showrunner. So I think HBO should have taken the option that Mimi suggested and should have gotten some new showrunners. And it could have been the lady we saw on the last watch. She could have been, maybe she would have given something to it, but it would have done, it would have been a different show, but it maybe it would have been more true to the books. Maybe we would have gotten you, more of You that. still would know. have gotten the, like, we all agree that we love the action sequences mm-hmm. that we got. Yeah, yeah. We still would have gotten that because yeah. that didn't mean Miguel Sapochnik was mm-hmm. going to bail out. You mm-hmm. know, you still would have right. gotten him. Um, I think that all Game of Thrones needed was two more seasons. I think we should stop this season. I think I think yeah, it just needed two more two seasons. Two more seasons, and they should have just like you and, alluded to, switched the showrunner. And we could have gotten the same ending, but it made sense, or maybe yes. not the exact same ending, but it, it just, just made, made sense. sense. 
where we weren't like because the ending we got it just pulled you out of it like there was this whole article about game of thrones and how the plausibility in fiction like you have to have plausibility in fiction and it felt like that for so long and then you got here and none of this stuff felt plausible and so now you've taken the audience out of it where they just don't believe it and they're and they're just watching we're just here watching it because we've been here but we just kind of like eh Man, I was no longer emotionally attached no. to into the story, to the characters, or anything. He said, "Don't point. have no more expectations." I said, "Let me go ahead and pull that card." No expectations. <laughs> bye bye. See you later. So, yeah, I, I, I wish. Now looking back, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my rewatch and end at season six. I think that's what they should have called it today. No, just watch the whole thing yeah, get mad all, all over again. Well, I think if you watch it all <laughs> over again, you won't even get mad because at this point, I know what I'm, I know, you know what you be. you know what you get into. Yeah. You know that if I'm watching seven and eight, I'm just yeah. along for the ride. Yeah, and then I'm gonna get a few good moments of like, oh, this is the show that I like, and then you're gonna get a lot of moments where you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but it's all right. You're just it's along okay. for the ride. That's all right. Well. It's no West Wing. <laughs> it's no West Wing <laughs> or Mad Men or Wire. or The Wire, Wire or Soprano or any of those shows that are on Marvel. But it's still <laughs> it's still an amazing feat for yeah. television. Like it still is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, definitely the last cultural TV event. Well, we don't know. Yeah, I'm like I don't definitely don't believe for that. For a while. Because I mean, when you, I had forgotten about how big True Blood was at the time. Yeah, True Blood was a, a cultural event at the time. Because mm-hmm. I remember we used to get to work every day talking about, did you see True? Yeah. Did you blah blah blah? And then it fell off the cliff. So we don't know. We just we don't know. Um, I think I think you have they they have now set the stage for sky. The sky is really is the limit. And if you have people again like a Jeff Bezos that can write a check for whatever he wants to write a check for, then you're going to get that. Now, I don't know what the quality at the end of the day is going to be, yeah. but he can he can write a check, the HBO check by himself. He don't need he doesn't need anybody to come up against. He's like, this is my vision. I need you to make this happen or or hey, I trust you guys. I need you to make this happen. But I would not discount that not with the Lord of the Rings coming online. True, but because I, I mean, we don't, that could be one that could be 10 times bigger than than Game of Thrones. I mean, but, but, I mean, but it, it sounds like no amount of money would have got the double Ds to Continue the show. Then so it would have been up to Jeff Bezos to then be like, yeah. okay, well, I'm gonna get yeah. some the new, new showrunners. Yeah, that's HBO could have done that. And and then I mean, yeah, again, hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I can't say, you know, oh HBO y'all was because I guess they didn't know how how badly they would watch this because they had been so good uh, telling somebody else's story. for so many other seasons. How would they know they would they would just you know. So see, I'm like, I definitely don't think this is the last big anything. We said that the Sopranos was the one. I mean, there is so every, they come around. I I won't believe now where we're going with streaming services and what content Netflix is putting out now. What you like, the sky's the limit. We don't know what Disney's about to put out. Disney, uh, you want to write a check? Disney owns basically everybody at this point. <laughs> you know, there will be something else, but yeah, I don't know if it's else. gonna be something else for this many years. Yeah, like yeah. it may not be something where it's like eight years of your life or however long the show's been. Yeah, that it's been like a phenomenon. Yeah, it might not be in 180 countries. Right, but I'm like, think about <laughs> what was the show uh, that Rob Stark was in, the the Bodyguard. Bodyguard. That shit, we didn't, I didn't even know about it, and they're like, everybody's watching it. Everybody's the, the number one show, and I'm like, let me see what this is about. 
then we were all talking about it. So I never you can make it. it. I haven't so watched it yet, but it is it's in my good. queue. It is really good. You're going to like it. Yeah. So, um, you know, this you never know. I mean, like I said, I'm sure something else will pop up, but short of like the Super Bowl or Premier League soccer, I don't know if like there'll be something that'll. Well, Super Bowl and soccer can't be compared because soccer is global. FIFA is the largest event, television event in the world. I know. And it's on I know. Uh, well, free I, television most of the time. <laughs> it's not a, a paid. Yeah. Uh, it, the Lord of the Rings, is this this vision, this version, is it supposed to be more adult or is it still yeah. PG kids? I think it's supposed to be a, adult. He said, I want a Lord of I want a Game of Thrones. Make me a Game of Thrones. Here's a check. You give me this. He wants that to be his Game of Thrones. That sounds like a failure. <laughs> that sounds like set yeah, up for a failure. I haven't paid any attention to it just because um, we don't we don't have enough information. You know, right now I'm excited about what we, what's about to come out: Stranger Things, The Dark Crystal, which I I um, they just uh, had some new cast photos come out. So I'm excited. I'm like I'm gonna I'm putting my money where Netflix is. Um, if you guys have ever seen Fleabag, uh, if you've never seen that, it's a really good show on um, on uh, Amazon Prime. So you'd be good to watch. Mel just gave us a good segue into if you've been following and listening to what Leia takes, you continue to do so. We're still going to create content moving into the summer and the fall. So don't just think we're just a Game of Thrones. This is not podcast. our last watch. Right, this is definitely Our watch has ended on this, watch. though. We're not a it has ended wonder. on Game of Thrones. It's a two-hit wonder. We did uh, True, true, true Detective. Oh. <laughs> was it a hit? <laughs> it wasn't my book in my head. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to review Ma. Yeah, man. Yup. And uh, whatever True, uh, true uh, Stranger Things, like you said. Stranger Things, season three. Um, And I know we're going to review The Watchmen. Yeah, so I mean we don't have to plan it out now. I know, but no, we're we're coming out with more. Content. We're coming out with more content, so more takes to come. Yeah, more takes and more layers. Yeah, or different layers. 